It's Holy Week. In this episode, we discuss the cross, us, and Christ. We dive into Max Licato's book, He Chose the Nails, to discuss how the death of Jesus Christ was not by accident or chance, but that it was intentional and purposeful. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Alt. It's... Hey! And Jay, welcome to The Alt. We are a space where we are talking about all the things that are going on in our lives, all while we are trying to live life what? His way. God's way, that is. And as you all know, if you've been following us on Instagram, this is a special episode. Um, Kay and I are doing a book talk. Yes, we're having a talk today about a book. Again, if you've been following us on social media, it's a book entitled He Chose the Nails. All right. But before we get yes. into the book, hey, I feel like I have not seen you in like seeing you. I've heard you, you know, we've talked, but I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. Girl, it seems like we haven't seen each other in forever and life has been lifing. Okay. It's been one thing after another, after another. But I am happy to just take a breather right now for the next. And be here with the next, well, like the next 30 minutes, 40 minutes and be here with the alt fam and just not worry about all this other stuff going on, right? Because you said lifing, boy, life is lifing for sure, for okay. sure. Okay, so let's, let's go into our hellos and goodbyes. So hellos and goodbyes is a, sex, is a segment where we say hello to the things of the week that we are prepared, we are ready for, we want to bring into the week and goodbye to the things that we do not want to bring in the week with us we want to leave it behind bye felicia so you want to start off jay what are your hellos and goodbyes my well um k as k shared y'all life has been lifing and i have been in it full throttle i think life has been in full throttle for me um so with that my hellos and goodbyes are gonna kind of be centered around <laughs> life lifing me right now so um, I want to say goodbye to, um, I think we, you know, oh man, I'm so grateful for um, Dr. Sabine who came and um, did a special, who came in during our Women's Month. Um, one of the things that I took away from that particular episode with her about um, just overall wellness and wholeness is this idea about just wearing the strength, like that strength that we sometimes want to put on. And right. um, when we right, think about right. um, Bruno, right, Kay, because you were singing that song. Um, yeah. <laughs> just like, I'm not pressure, pressure, you know, no, I'm not. And so um, one of the things that um, I'm so appreciative of is that ever since that episode, it just really affirmed for me that, no, it's not always in our best interest to carry um, or to wear that strength on us to, to our own personal detriment. And Mm -hmm. so there's just some personal things going on with my family because who knows that family sometimes can have this expectation of you carrying certain, um, carrying the weight of like the world or the family, especially if you're that sibling that is like a go-to sibling where, okay, something's going wrong, go to her. Something's going right, go to her. You know what I mean? And so that there's a blessing in that. And then there's like a weight to that. And so I had a situation that, um, that's been happening, um, maybe I'll talk about it in an episode. Who knows? Maybe. But um, for now, I, I, I was like, no, I said goodbye. I said goodbye to people um, thinking I was supposed to wear, wear, wear that strength. But more importantly, I'm, I was so happy that I said to goodbye to myself because oftentimes we put that weight on ourselves. Other people right. are 
you know, there's people's expectation, but then we're, we put it on, we, we sometimes go in the closet and be like, all right, let me just put it on. And now let right. me go do all of this. And then you stress, you're not present. And so I was so happy that, um, in this moment, the situation and where I was at that I chose not to put it on. Um, but rather, no, this is all I can do. And that's, that's it. <laughs> that's all I could do. So I was happy that I was able to say goodbye to that. I was happy to, that I was able to say goodbye to um, this moment coming up and, 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 and doing what I would normally do. And that was to wear the super, the super, the, the super cis cape or the super, whatever that super cape is that we want to put on. Right. So I was happy that I was not, I was happy that I chose not Good to put you. on that strength. So I'm very happy for you. Yes. Proud of you. And, Good for you. Um, and because I was happy that I said goodbye to that, it allowed me to say hello to peace. Um, mm-hmm. interestingly enough, and I feel like, you know, me, I've always believed that God is always purposeful and God is always intentional. And that I always believe that God always prepares you for the next season in your life. You never know why things happen, but I believe that God always prepares you for the next thing. Because if you believe that God is sovereign, then that is what happens. Mm-hmm. And so I've been doing a Bible study with my youth group at church. And we've been talking about the armor of God. And one particular lesson I was responsible for teaching was um, the gospel of peace, which is an, an armor that God calls us to put on when you are, when we talk about the armor of God and it's, it's the shoes, the shoes that God asks us to put on so that we're able to stand so that mm. when life comes and when life wants to, because um, blows do come because mm-hmm. um, the word says that, you know, that you would, oh my God, I'm going I'm to butcher it, but that you would um, put on the f- full armor, right? right. But the full armor, so that when things do come, you can stand. Hmm. And so I was so happy. Um, and I went into not just this week, I feel like I've gone into this whole season since that study, just welcoming this peace that no matter what happens, God's peace. And in that study, I learned that God's peace is very different from the world's peace. You know, hmm. God's peace is non-conditional, that no matter what is going on around you, his peace allows you to still stand and be strong. Right. right. Rest assured in what you, and what not you know of yourself or of the situation, but what you know of God. God, yes. Versus the world's peace, which is like, no matter where the wind blows, you you blow in too, right? And um, I'm sorry, guys, that was a long hello and goodbye, but I've (laughs) just been life, like Kay said, life has been lifing me. And um, had a lot, had a lot going on, but I thank God that I've been really drawing from his word to really help me in this season with the things that I'm saying hello to and the things that I'm saying goodbye to. So. Oh, look at that. You don't preach the word, girl. I know. <laughs> the word. Yes, yes. Amen, yes. Amen. But what about you, Kay? Um, I know you said life has been lifing you too. So um, what are you saying hello and goodbye to? You know, I had a moment I think earlier this week where I was just I was in the car and the AC in the car was not working in this hot Miami day and the children were in the car and they were anxious and frustrated because we were going someplace that we had not it was a little further um and I remember at one point the kids are crying there's whatever all these things is going on and I just said to myself how did I get here like, how did I get into this place in life? And I think it was at that moment that I felt like I sat and I thought about these years that I've lived. And I, 
I spent so much time living for other people and doing what's quote unquote the right thing to do or the path that I thought I had to go. And I just said, I wanted to say hello to living intentionally from here on out, making decisions that are, you know, that I want to make, you know, decisions for myself and not decisions because I want to make my mom proud or decisions that I want to make this person happy or living for everyone else around. So I, I want to say hello to just being intentional with my life, intentional with the decisions that I make and not letting life happen to me because I don't want to have, I don't want to have another moment where I'm just looking like, how did I get here? Um, and thinking about like, wow, like, you know, this is not, you know, how life, you know, how I imagine at 18, right? <laughs> yeah, this is not the life that I imagine at 18. Great. You know, I'm, I'm blessed, but there are just some things that I'm like, oh, you know. So no. I want to say hello to that. And hello to the teachers. And then, like I said, goodbye about making decisions based off of the right thing. Because like you said, we put these expectations on ourselves. Like we we think about like, oh, no, like um, if I make X and Y decisions, people are going to talk about me because I made X and Y decisions. And or if I make this X and Y decisions, is good. it's a good decision for my family or a good decision right. for or this looks good for this person or that person. And then without taking the time to be like, hold on, hold on, hold on. What do you want to do? Like, what what do you want to do? What does what does what like what what works for you? What serves you? So, um, yeah. So those are my hellos and goodbyes. Hello. Yeah. So as usual, we love our hellos and goodbyes. It's a great check-in. It's a very good check-in. So you guys, um, I hope you, I hope those who are listening continue to share your hellos and goodbyes with us. We love to hear them. See us on Instagram. We will share them. We will stand in agreement with your hello and your goodbye. As you walk this life his way right again we always say and the reason why we say his way is because there's a way in which sometimes we want to handle this thing called life yes life as we are lifing but then we know that god is calling us um to a higher standard of living right for us to do things in a more excellent way and to do things in a different way and so that's hard you know a better way and it's hard i'm gonna be honest you know it's super hard when you look around you and you're just kind of seeing some things and you're just like, just give me one minute, God. Just can I get one minute though? No, no, no. Put, no. Do you remember back in the days where I would put Jesus on the shelf? Put Jesus I on the shelf. That. that used to be my thing um, back in the day when we were in um, youth group. I used to put Jesus on the shelf. Shame. Let, me, let me handle this person for two seconds. I'm going to put Jesus on the shelf and handle and then they would be like we can't just be putting Jesus on the shelf like he gonna stay there that's why you have to have good brothers and sisters in the faith to check you and to let you know no sis no no late no 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 jazz you can't put him on the shelf he needs to always be on because I was putting Jesus on the shelf every now and then because people be trying Christians now and I used to be like just just look no I'm gonna put him on the shelf that's all I told me try try Jesus oh but don't try me that's that's yeah, but that's a whole yeah, but that's in our in my very immature place where I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the that was my little mantra, but the Lord has shown me such the Lord a, has saved you. He has saved me and showed me that is not the way that we ought to do things. That's not the way that we ought to do things. Which, which I think is so funny as we talk about life is lifing us, because um yeah, I think this is a great way to segue us into our book talk. So um as you all know, um We've been talking about this book. Kay and I wanted to do something a little different as we get ready 
to to go into what is um what by the time that you all hear this episode we would have been um just started holy week and for those who um may know may not know holy week is a very i want to call it a very almost like a our super bowl i sometimes want to call it um mm-hmm. i tell my husband all the times there are two there are two things the two major holidays for the believer <laughs> christmas the birth of jesus christ and then Easter, right? Or some right. people call Resurrection Sunday. But, um, and um, Holy Week is something that occurs during that time. It is a sacred time um, in the liturgical calendar in which we um, recognize like these eight days that take place beginning Palm Sunday all the way to Resurrection Sunday. Um, it's pretty much like the foundation of who we are as believers as to why we believe in this, um, in, in the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so as we were getting ready to go into Holy Week, I was talking to Kay and I was like, hey, Kay, you know what? There's this book that, I, that I've read um, by this author that I really love. And I think it would be really cool for us to do a book talk um, using his book as we kind of get ready to go into um, Easter, you know, Resurrection Sunday. And of course, Kay, being the book lover that she is, mm-hmm. she was like, oh, of course, let's go for it. Because I believe we talked about in other episodes about doing books you know so y'all let us know um and so here we are we are doing this book talk on max Licato's book he chose the nails and um it really is literally a book and can you tell me because i know i put it out then i told you but it literally is a book in which he takes all of these different aspects that take place around the time of the crucifixion of Jesus Christ and he literally like breaks it down for us in such a way that we can kind of like he almost doesn't say oh he almost this is personalizes that moment right right so you can kind of see what's going on and so in the book and so you're probably hearing pages flip because I have my book with me um but in the book it's um he has it in 15 chapters and he's literally breaking down the different things that take place around the time of the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. He talks about the spit. He breaks down the thorns. He breaks down the nails, the sign of Jesus' heads, the cross, the path, um, the, the robe, the torn flesh, the sponge, the blood, the water, the cross, the burial clothing, the empty tomb. Like he literally breaks it all down. And so we're just going to um, take today's episodes. Um, and this is going to probably be done in two parts and just talk about it and just to share with you all our thoughts about the cross us and jesus christ right i yeah no no i was gonna agree with you because you asked like how did i feel about the book i definitely felt like that breakdown of how you said was so important because i think sometimes we know about the crucifixion and we know like you know that part like the the big part the part when he when he is whipped and then when he's put on the cross like that's like I think as a Christian we know about that part but then to take that time to look at every single piece of thing that happened like just paying attention to all these little pieces it made it just such a more personalized story it made you sit and ponder and think about all these things so I know um that was what was very oh besides the fact that first of all Max Licato is a beautiful storyteller oh, my smile like 
Yeah, he's such a great storyteller. Like he knows how to pull you in and tell a story. He starts with these analogies. I know. Analogies are great because like, you're like, where are you going with this? Exactly. And by the time he's done with the analogy, you're like, oh, I see Mm-hmm. I see where you're going, and I and I love a great analogy, and I love a great storyteller. So he had my he had my heart the minute he had uh, he started telling the analogies, and the, being such a good storyteller, he had my heart. So I enjoyed the book. Awesome. Well, Let me, I was gonna see because you said the storyteller part. I was trying to actually find one a story that just to read a little snippet. Um, I think maybe just from the first one, right? You want to maybe the story about the. <laughs> the dressing room maybe let me see yeah the, dress- the dressing room was one that I remember the most okay so yeah let me let me read a little snippet okay did you find it let me just, just, just no I can't because I did audible oh, yeah go talk so okay so yeah uh, I did I did so when Jay wanted to do the book I was like I don't have I don't have this book so I was like I need to get it quickly I have an audible an audible account so I downloaded the book and I listened to the book, like I listened to most Audible books, but I realized in preparing for something like a book talk, like the Audible probably isn't the best way to go about it because I'm so accustomed to having an actual book where you can write notes and you can highlight and you can kind of reference. So I'm here, I'm listening to the story, so I can't necessarily like just know where to pop in and pop out and pause. So those were the negatives, but it did help me get through the book. Um mm-hmm. It was a, it was great, but I wish I could have because there's sometimes he'll say stuff and I'm watching this. I'm like, oh, that was good, that was good. But by the time I'm like trying to drive my hand off to go back and find my because I have AirPods on, looking for where the phone is to go back. My like, guy, he's already done said like five more things. <laughs> yeah. So as as um so yeah, I got the um the hardcover version, and so I was able to do all those things that Kay just said that she wished she was able to do. Mm-hmm. So um here is something that he says again, as Kay said, it's such a great um storyteller, just the way he uses these analogies. So he opens up in, I believe this is chapter one, yes, which is entitled You Did This For Me. Right. He says, and I'm just gonna read this little excerpt, just a really short excerpt, just so y'all could see just the, the imagery here. He says, um, he deserves our compassion. The season may be Christmas, the occasion may be her birthday or their anniversary, whatever the motive, he has come out of hiding, leaving behind his familiar habitat of sporting goods stores, food carts, and the big screen television in the appliance department. He ventures into the unknown world of women's wear. You'll spot him easily. He's the motionless one in the aisle where, were it not, excuse me, for the sweat rings under his arms, you think he was a mannequin, but he isn't. He is a man in a woman's world and he's never seen so much underwear. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That was such a great analogy because he went on just talking about him trying to figure out how to get this gift for his wife. wife and him knowing that he had always... his. I think his dad had told dad, him that there was just like one thing that you're supposed to get a a, 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 a woman and that's Esther Lauder. And so then, and then he married someone who was like, that's, I don't like Esther Lauder as he had to try to it. So it was such a great way for him to say this story all to talk about. He chose you and how the gift of God is for you. Like just this, this wonderful story just brought you to make it so personalized to be like, this, all of this, every plan, Jesus loves to give, God loves to give gifts. Listen, 
that part right there was one of the things I circled, I highlighted. And for whatever reason, I stopped at it. And I was like, God enjoys giving gifts. And I think why I stopped there is it's not to say that we don't think that God gives us gifts because every day is a gift, you know, the things we desire. But when you think about when you give gifts, you're giving gifts to people that you love. You give gifts um, with intentionality and with purpose. And it's like, oh my God, God does that. I don't know. I don't know, but just the way he said it, it's like, he does that for me. But not only that, like he says, he went into the unfamiliar. Mm-hmm. Like this husband, come on, husbands and wives, you all know how it is when you're kind of go shopping for the other spouse in that thing that they love so much that you know really nothing much about. And, and you're just kind of like standing there like, I think you might like this one, or maybe she might like this one. And it's unfamiliar, but because you love this person, you're willing to go to this unfamiliar place or this unfamiliar arena just to get that thing for that person. And I was right. like, man, that, that was, that, that, that really right. wow, blew me away. Just to be like, I like keep. He- he he did all of this, all of this thing, all this whole plan, this whole elaborate plan, all of this was just to get you, Jasmine, me, Kiki. Like it was, this was for you. Like this gift was personalized for you. So yeah, I loved his storytelling. I love the analogies. That's just one. And he has so many more. But it's I love like that. written in every other page. I don't even want to say every other page. I think maybe every other paragraph is just like, all these amazing nuggets. And it's a, you know what? And it makes it an easy read too, because it's not, um, not that books who are like, you know, heavy and, you know, theological perspectives are not good. Those books are great. Cause I, I, I'm reading a couple of those or one of those, but like this book was one of those books that it's like, it's an easy read. You can read through it because of the analogies and because of the, of how he, how he writes. He's a very, very good writer. So yes. 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 Definitely. Yes, yes, yes. So with that, so we got our take about the overall book. So let's talk about some of those chapters. Um, so Kay and I, you know, we came up with some questions. And so this is going to be really fun because um, we'd love to hear our thoughts about um, certain particular chapters. Like we said, um, Max Licato breaks down all the different aspects of the cross and the things that took place around that time. And so um, Kay and I are going to just kind of share a little bit um, of some of those chapters based off of some questions that we have. So First question we have is, which chapter made you want to cry? I'm talking about what was that chapter that had you like, um, like really like in your like bubbling up, like tears bubbling, welling, like welling up and just like, you just couldn't, you just couldn't. Cause I, um, I know what mine's, my, what mine was, what, what's yours, Kay? Mine was the chapter about the soldier spit. Ooh, that's a good one. When he focused on the soldier spit. Chapter two. Yeah, chapter two of the book. Uh Um, And he mentioned that the soldier's spit was mentioned in every single um, New Testament gospel. Every single New Testament. So everyone's perspective, they they talked about this spit. And breaking down to realize like how disrespectful it is to spit on someone. And the fact that Jesus is Jesus and he could have just been, he could have made that spit go right back in your mouth. He could have stopped that spit, but he took it. Mm-hmm. Took it. He took that disrespect. He took that. And I think that that was one of those things that just made me like, I had to pause for a moment because I think 
although he was talking about the soldier spit, if I'm not mistaken, I think he was also talking about like the darker side. They're in the oh, oh yes, girl. The they're your dark beast, side. The beast, the beast in us all. Right. Cause he's just basically saying like the soldiers, okay, the stuff that the soldiers had to do, they had to do. You had a job to do. That was your job. You get what I'm saying? You may not have liked what your job was, but they told you that you need to bring this man and you need to do it. But you had already beat this man almost like he was at, to the point of death. Like he was already like there was no reason that you had to go in any further, right? That just shows you the in us as humans, like just like the and we see it day to day on the news. We see it all the time, like just the darker side of humanity, the darker side of us, and like even with that and how ugly we must have looked in front of or how ugly these soldiers must have like looked. And for them to do this to him, that he still went forward. And then there's plenty of other parts in the story of the crucifixion where Jesus, you're like, and you still went forward? Right. No, the um it's so interesting. That whole spit, I mean, I um I'll tell you the one that I that I picked, but with this that I did pick the spit, the chapter about the spit for something else. But the same point that you're making about like, okay, y'all beat him already. Like that's right. We all know it's kind of like, um, you know, I have like I have kids. You have kids. One thing I tell my kids is you don't let anybody put their put their um, touch, like hit you on the face. Not even to play, not even to play fight. You mm-hmm. know, you don't do that. You don't do that because that's like, no, you don't do that. And so this idea that um, you take the, your spit and you literally like put it on someone else. If I could be honest, like when we think about what happened recently with that thing with Michael Todd and the whole spit controversy, a lot of people were just kind of like that's his spit out his mouth. Like, did he Mm -hmm. just do that? Right. Um, um, and so just this idea, like you said, no, because when someone does that spitting on someone is almost like this form of degrading that person. Um, and, and I think what I liked, what Max says, and he says is on page 17, he says, um, what the soldiers did, man, this, this part right here, boy, he said, what the soldiers did is they, they felt big by making Christ look small. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Jesus, the Son of God. They spit on him, and it's almost like taking away like his manhood, right, or his humanity in that moment. You know, um, just all that makes him who he is, and literally reducing him down to like nothing, like. Garbage. You spit on the floor. Even spitting on the floor is something that you don't even do. You yeah. know? And 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 when he said that, I was like, wow. Which then led me to when he talks about um how we treat others. And that's the beast part. Because what what um Max Accado does, he talks about there's this beast inside of all of us. Yes. And this beast inside of all of us, like that was the one, if I could be honest, Kay. Um, that was the one that had me really have to like, that's the one that I had to stop. I had to stop. I had to stop. That was the one I didn't cry. This was not the chapter that made me cry. This was actually the chapter, which brings me to, um, another question that we had was, this was the chapter that had me sit and had me marinate. This was the chapter that I had to like, hold on, pause. Let me hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Is he really saying this? And that was the idea of like, no, there, there is a beast inside of all of us. There is this, this nastiness inside of every person that is born in this world. And I didn't want to, I couldn't, 
I had a hard time reconciling myself with that idea because I'm a good person. Right. Right. I love everybody. If if you ask Jay, if you ask Kate, tell me about Jay. I'm sure she's going to say nothing but amazing and positive. Amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great, amazing. <laughs> amazing love people. Know? Yeah, right. But there's a beast inside of Jay. Beast inside That's- of me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is a nasty side of me. There's a horrible side of me. It's Kay here. That was such a great discussion. Tune in next week as we continue our conversation about Max Licato's book, He Chose Nails. And remember to keep living life his way. Bye.